0: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Marcus Performing Arts Center. I'm Paul Matthews, president of the Marcus Performing Arts Center, and I want to welcome you, all of you, today to the center's inaugural Cesar Chavez birthday celebration. Yes, it's the first time we're doing it. We're just delighted to do it. We always like to do this when you have events like this. Just a quick show of hands. How many of you are here at the Marcus Center for the first time? Well, a special welcome to you and we hope that you enjoy today's event and that you'll return for other events here at the Marcus Center. Because this is one of the center's um, uh, hosted community events and the center's community engagement and inclusion initiatives offer experiences both here and within the community that truly embrace and engage audiences through the Performing Arts. We are the community's Performing Arts Center. And before I go on though, uh, let's give the Latino Art Strings program, De las Carlos program, uh, musicians a r- special round of applause. <clears throat> they have performed here for our Martin Luther King Jr. birthday celebration many times, and We're delighted to have them back to open our event today. As many of you know, Mr. Chavez was born on his family's farm near Yuma, Arizona, where he witnessed the harsh conditions farm laborers endured. Through marches, strikes, and boycotts, Mr. Chavez forced employers to pay adequate wages and provide other benefits and was responsible for legislation enacting the first Bill of Rights for agricultural workers. The 31 years Mr. Chavez led the United Farm Workers of America saw its share of defeats, but also historic victories. Under his leadership, the UFW achieved unprecedented gains for farm workers. Among them were the first genuine collective bargaining agreements between farm workers and growers in American history. We are not only proud, but we are deeply honored to be the host of the inaugural Cesar Chavez birthday celebration here at the Marcus Center. I'm gonna turn the microphone over now to uh, Anthony Smith. Anthony is our Director of Community Engagement and Inclusion and he's gonna introduce our Mistress of Ceremonies but before I do that, Anthony, um, if you just come over here. Uh, this is the inaugural event. Anthony has been with us a little less than a year and um, Anthony, I want to uh, congratulate you for Coming up with this idea and Thank putting you. this event together—it's your leadership that got
1: us here today. Thank, so congratulations. Thank you, Paul. Good afternoon. <laughs> it is my honor and extreme pleasure to introduce our mistress of ceremony today, Patty Cruz. Ms. Cruz is a bilingual journalist who joined CBS 58 in Telemunda, Wisconsin in July of 2018. She's originally from Chicago. She graduated from DePaul University with a double major in journalism and romance languages. Ms. Cruz is a polyglot who speaks, reads, and writes five languages fluently. Then she started her career at WTVO WQRF in Rockford, where she spent a little over two years reporting and anchoring. But now we have her in Milwaukee. She's excited to be a part of this community and looking forward to learning more about her new home and those who shared with her. Let's welcome Patty to the stage.
2: Good afternoon, I'm Kari Cruz. I'm from uh, Telemundo, Wisconsin and CBS 58. And on behalf of 2019 Cesar Chavez Birthday Celebration Steering Committee, we thank you for joining us today for this special event. Today, we give recognition to a man whose commitment to fairness and justice for workers has inspired a generation. Now, Cesar Chavez coined the phrase, si se puede, or in English, yes, we can. He even inspired great leaders such as Barack Obama, former President Barack Obama, and moved others to positive action. This program will showcase what one determined man's inspiration can do to improve the quality of life for people and to prove that tireless perseverance and what you believe in can make real change in our society. Now thank you everyone again for coming this afternoon. I am honored and completely humbled to be presenting this event. We do hope today's celebration will be used as a platform for future leaders in our community. We invite performing arts groups that represent the cultural diversity in our community, which is so important and so rich in Milwaukee. Now we'd like you to welcome Lieutenant Governor Mandela Barnes to the stage.
3: Hey, good afternoon everybody. I am uh, Mandela Barnes, and I'm so honored uh, to be standing here in front of you today, and I'm so proud to serve as the state's 45th lieutenant governor. Uh, just a couple months ago, uh, was I had the, uh, again, another honor to take the oath of office, and I wanted to make sure, uh, to let people know that it was more than just an oath of office, that it was an oath of dedication to everybody, all people who call Wisconsin home. And when I took that oath, I promised something to everybody in attendance, I promised that this election was more than about getting elected. It was about being effective and making a difference in the lives of so many people across our entire state who need it. And so now I know that many of you are here in this room. For, but for those who uh, don't know, I'd like to just spend a, just a couple brief moments to introduce myself. I was born here in the city of Milwaukee, born and raised. Uh, I was born on 26th and Locust, in the heart of the 53206 ZIP Code, which is our state's poorest and our nation's most incarcerated zip code, but always stressed the importance of opportunity because that was the difference for me in my life. In fact, the experts uh, have been debating constantly about how a person's zip code determines their outcome, uh, but rarely do they factor in the opportunity factor, which is the most important thing. And so the purpose of even running for lieutenant governor, the focus of this administration is going to be on equity and sustainability, making sure that that opportunity does exist in all 72 counties, but especially in those communities that have been left behind and those communities that have been forgotten. So whether it is the first or the fifth most incarcerated zip code or others like it, I don't think that really makes a difference. What we have to do is get to work. And we have to get to work together. Uh, Wisconsin is unfortunately home to some of the worst racial disparities in the entire country. We have some of the worst outcomes for black and brown children right here in Wisconsin. But I was fortunate enough to be born into a household with two people who worked very hard and sacrificed so much, my mother, a retired public school teacher, my dad, a retired auto worker. And he spent 30 or so years building catalytic converters. Their story shows me that when people come together, whether it's in a union or whether it's just an overall community, we can stand stronger together than we ever can be alone. And I know that any levels of success that I've been blessed to achieve is not only because of my parents, but because of the entire community that surrounded me. So I'm here today to make sure uh, that we pay special attention, uh, that we all come together, again, in that spirit of community, to celebrate the important contributions that Cesar Chavez made to the labor and civil rights movement, but also to celebrate the broader contributions that working people and people who identify as Latinx have had in this state of Wisconsin and across the entire country. Oftentimes we put too much emphasis on one leader who serves the figurehead for a larger movement, where we know that alongside any leader is an entire community. And certainly this is the case in the labor and civil rights movement, and it's what made leaders like Cesar Chavez so important because he recognized the work and contributions of the people that he had around him. So I don't have to sit here to tell you about all the important work that Chavez did along with other leaders like Dolores Huerta of the Farm Workers Movement, but the message I want to deliver here today is that more than 50 years later, working people, people in the Latinx community, whether they're immigrants or people who came here as agriculture workers like those of the farm worker movement or otherwise, we're still fighting. Notice I said we, we are still fighting. We are still fighting for rights in this state. And so I come here today to assure you that this administration and my office, again, with that focus on equity and sustainability, making sure that we all approach the game on a level playing field, making sure that everybody, every child has a shot, has a chance to get in the head, that opportunity, we'll be right alongside you. We'll be right alongside the working men and women who are struggling to get an increase in the minimum wage or working for benefits for all jobs, because there's dignity in all work. Your struggle is our struggle, and to be sure to highlight one industry in Wisconsin that we're all familiar with, immigrants make up a majority of all dairy farm workers in Wisconsin. Many are from Latin American countries, and many are undocumented. And This is hard work, and we have them to thank for our state's reputation. And we shouldn't be a state that turns a blind eye or disregards their contributions to this state and everything that we have to offer. This is why we're, this is why we have the reputation as one of the nation's largest dairy exporters. But previous administrations, there are so many people who still refuse to give the dignity that they deserve or recognize the hard work that's been put in to give us this reputation that we do have. And economic justice, doesn't exist the way that it should for all communities across Wisconsin. We are still, again, fighting 50 years later, 50 years after the farm worker movement for immigrants to receive driver's cars and have the opportunity to send their children to college after graduating from a Wisconsin school. And similarly, we are still fighting, especially after the last eight years, for working people to be able to form a union, to come together with other workers, to stand on equal footing, So as we celebrate Cesar Chavez today, let's celebrate the entire community. Let's also celebrate the movements of the past, but also prepare for the movements to come. Those same movements that have won advances for people of color and all working people in this state and in this country. And I want you to know that the path to building a stronger Wisconsin, a state that we can all be proud of, a state where everybody can call home, regardless of where you come from, Is one that's possible, but it's only possible when we work towards it together. So thank you all for having me this afternoon.
2: Thank you so much to Lieutenant Governor Mandela Barnes for joining us. And now I'd like to have you guys help me in welcoming our State Representative, Joe Casas-Salarita, to the stage.
4: Buenas tardes.
2: Gracias por venir.
4: Soy la representante estatal Joaquina Samaripa, la primera latina elegida a la Legislatura aquí en Wisconsin. También, yo soy la nieta de una trabajadora de los campesinos de Wisconsin, y nosotros sabemos que César Chávez luchó para los derechos de, de trabajadores como ella en, y en todos lados. Soy parte del legado de, de mi abuela y César Chávez que lucharon todos sus, sus vidas para el sueño americano. Y es una honra celebrar aquí con ustedes el cumpleaños de este gran líder, César Chávez, para nuestra comunidad. Él es un líder para nuestra comunidad latina y él es un líder para todos, líder para todas sus comunidades de nuestro gran estado de Wisconsin. So, hoy es un día tan importante y gracias por venir hoy a celebrar este día. I'm State Representative Jocasta Zamaripa, and I'm the first Latina ever elected to the Wisconsin State Legislature, and I'm also the proud granddaughter of a migrant farm laborer. And we know Cesar Chavez fought for farm workers just like my grandma and for workers of all sorts. I'm part of the legacy of Cesar Chavez, and I stand on my grandmother's shoulders. They both worked so hard and fought so hard for the American dream, for their families and their community. Today, it's an honor that we're here today, and I want to thank Marcus Center for hosting this inaugural event to honor this great leader, Cesar Chavez. A Latino leader, a civil rights leader, an American leader. Thank you, Cesar Chavez. Gracias.
5: Hello, everybody. Are we doing good? I I know I'm doing wonderful today. It's such an amazing day here, such a beautiful celebration, and I am so happy to see so many of you here celebrating with us. I have the distinct pleasure and really honor to uh, want to thank, formally, all of the entire uh, committee that came together to put today together. They are listed on the back of your program, and as you can see, there are many names there. So many people from all over Milwaukee and really Wisconsin have come together to make sure that today happens, and we want to make sure that we give the entire committee a big round of applause. Please join me. So when we were coming up with the idea of how do we celebrate that legacy, ese legado de César Chávez, cómo se celebra? So we said, well, we have to have a, a contest. So we decided to have an essay contest, we have an art contest and a spoken word contest, uh, which will be honoring those students in a little bit. But be within the committee, we had a subcommittee responsible for the, the art contest. And I wanna give a special shout out to Miss Sarah Schindler, Miss Katie Luke Miller, and La Chandra Vernon, because they were the co-chairs for the contest committee. So let's give them a big round of applause, please. It takes many, many hands to make something like today happen, and uh, you know it's really been a labor of love. And we're so excited to be here with you. Um, what today really is about, though, is representation. And I want to also thank the leadership here at the Marcus Center because they recognize the power of the Latino community here in Milwaukee as we grow and become multi generational Wisconsinites. We have a key role to play in leading this city, this state into the future. We are going to be a key component for the future of this country. And I am so proud to be part of a team that allows the access for our youth to perform on this stage and really get to own it this afternoon. And guess what? It's not going to be the last time our kids are here performing because they know that the doors are open now. They are going to keep working to become artists, performers. Sometimes they might even be backstage running the scenes. But they know that because representation matters. And the Market Center has their doors wide open to ensure that. So thank you very much, Paul Matthew, Anthony Smith. Let's give them a big round of applause, please.
6: Buenos tardes. Bienvenidos a todos. I am so delighted to be here uh, on the inaugural celebration of Cesar Chavez's birthday celebration, which is actually on March 31st. I'm so proud that I have been chosen to be a part of this wonderful, wonderful occasion. Uh, As you all know, uh, Cesar Chavez was unequivocally one of the foremost Mexican-Americans in the civil rights uh, struggle and the labor movement. Uh, Cesar Chavez was committed to the nonviolent tactics and was inspired by Mahatma Gandhi and Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. to inspire and engage individuals and communities in the struggle of agricultural workers' rights. Cesar Chavez was a, was a crusader for farm workers and today he's an inspiration to all of us And he should be remembered as the icon for organized labor and the civil rights movement. But let me just tell you this. Cesar Chavez came to Wisconsin, walked these streets, and helped farm workers throughout this state and developed an independent union called Obreras Unidos. He advocated, organized, and fought for the American farm worker and the American labor movement. To bring attention to the working conditions of farm workers in the United States, Cesar Chavez used peaceful tactics and he put his own body on the line and he fasted for 25 days in 1968, another 25 days in 1972, and in 1988, a total of 38 days it really took a toll on his health to make the statement that workers' rights were human rights. And without a doubt, the influence of Cesar Chavez extends far beyond agricultural workers, far beyond the labor movement, and it provides inspiration for all of us to work hard for civil rights, not only in the United States, but throughout the world. With his partner, of course, a strong woman, like Dolores Huerta, he, they developed, they were co-founders of the United Farm Workers of America. And they organized thousands of migrant farm workers and the fight for wages, health care, pension benefits, affordable housing, and much more for respect. I remember just recently my son met Dolores Huerta for the first time and his knees buckled uh, in respect and dignity for her because Cesar Chavez's work lives far beyond his own existence. During his lifetime, Cesar Chavez was a recipient of the Martin Luther King Jr. Peace Prize He was posthumously awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Today, 10 states and dozens of communities across the United States honor the life and legacy of Cesar Chavez each year on March the 31st. We should do no less in the Milky Way. That's right. And you know, just like the Bible says, Man cannot live by bread alone. And so Cesar Chavez's efforts to work and protect the workers that, that provided us our food went far beyond agriculture. He's a symbol of strength. He's a symbol of dignity and is a signal of what humble people can do and how powerful they can be. His movement is adopted by the slogan that was created by Dolores Huerta, Si Se Puede. Yes, it can be done. Si se puede! Adelante juntos!
7: Good afternoon. My name is Yolanda Perez, and I am a student at Ysisi Acosta, for as long as I can remember, I have stood up for my beliefs, and Cesar Chavez has been one of my role models growing up. Cesar has inspired me to stand up for what I believe in, even if it seems like it's impossible to make a difference. When I found out about him, I instantly connected to my Mexican roots and realized that if I want things to change, I can make them change in a way without violence. I have decided to enter this contest because I would love to share my ideas and thoughts about how Cesar Chavez has impacted me and different communities. Throughout my life, I've grown up mostly in the Southside and Rockers Point area. When I was younger, I would drive around with my family and sometimes we would go to different areas around the city. Sometimes I would wonder why there was much nicer houses in some areas than others. Being a Latina is hard sometimes because of the way I look and and from where I come from. Because of this, it has been hard for my mom to provide for her family. We've managed, but I do wish that we didn't have to work twice as hard as some other people do. I've had some good and some bad experiences with different communities. I remember once my elementary school had this event celebrating family, where we had to bring a special dish to share with the class. It was an amazing and delicious experience because I got to see and taste a bit of, dif- of something different. But sometimes when I would go to places that were surrounded with blue eyes, light skin, and straight hair, I would always feel out of place. Race isn't the only thing that has made things difficult. It is also identity, so there's so many things to make a person feel out of place. And I think it's always because we're all human beings in the end. Cesar was an activist who believed that his, along with others, paying wages were unfair. So he decided to want a strike. With the help of other people who shared the same beliefs, he was able to make a change in how much they all got paid. I say we should make our own strike, a strike where we don't listen to stereotypes and racism. Different is beautiful, and diversity is important.
8: Thank you. Cesar Chavez was a great man who was known for being a successful American labor leader and civil rights activist. He is also the co-founder of the National Farm Workers Association. He is more specifically known for fighting for the civil rights of Latinos in a, specific, in a peaceful manner. Many people, such as myself, are inspired by his famous saying, si se puede, meaning it can be done. As a Latina, I am grateful for his work. He played a large role in why my grandmother earns the same amount of money as the white women she works with. When I walk into school, I am glad to know that I am allowed the honor of entering a diverse community. I am grateful that I get to walk into a lunchroom where there is not just one, but several different types of food. A, my great-grandfather was a farmer, and money didn't always come easy for him and, his, and my family. Therefore, I understand what Cesar Chavez did for. Farming has over time become a simple hobby of my family's. We all take turns picking and selling things such as tomatoes, pumpkins, gourds, and much, much more. Helping on the farm has always been fun, especially when I was younger. It is because of people like Cesar Chavez and Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. that our differences are celebrated instead of put down. I enjoy the different cultural celebrations that I am allowed to part in celebrations such as Festa Italiana, Dia de los Muertos, and Christmas. My best friend and I have gone to Festa Italiana for so many years that I have forgotten the last year we didn't go. Those memories are some of my best. Due to the efforts of Cesar Chavez, I no longer have to worry about not getting a job because of my skin color. I could be a farmer, doctor, poet, basketball player, and much, much more. The sky is the limit.
9: Celebrating communities as we accept all people is a common theme revolved around Mr. Chavez's ideas. This means that we should celebrate our community's differences, accept everybody no matter their backgrounds, and unite together as one community. Celebrating communities as we accept all people means we should celebrate our community's differences because each one is different. We all have different backgrounds, families, and traditions. For example, Milwaukee is my school Guadalupe is mainly Latinos, however, we are not all from the same place of origin. Even if we're mostly Mexican, we're also Puerto Rican, African American, Caucasian, etc. Our schools and neighborhoods are different types of communities with cultural differences that we have learned to accept. We learn from traditions and establish new ones as we do so. Not all communities are full of diverse people from diverse countries, but there will always be differences to share with everyone. This theme also means that we should accept all people, no matter their backgrounds. This is something our country has been struggling with for the past centuries, and now this is more common than ever. We struggle to see that often we have more similarities and differences and make assumptions without knowing the facts. Social media, news, and politics tell us that certain people are bad and shouldn't be in this country because they aren't equal. However, Cesar Chavez got differently. He fought not only for fair wages, but for something deeper. He wanted equality for everybody and for everybody to feel accepted and loved. Learning to accept all people is something we should do despite race, sexuality, or backgrounds. We should start following his ideas and accepting everybody not only for them, but for us also. Because we learn life lessons and values and become overall better people. His theme is also a way for us to unite and come together. The strongest communities are the ones that are united. They accepted everyone for their differences. Neighborhoods, communities, and organizations in Milwaukee are strongly overcoming judgment. My school is welcoming to all sorts of backgrounds and races, and I can guarantee that once I get to know a person with unbiased opinions, I will find more things in common than I'm common. Therefore, Mr. Chavez's idea of celebrating communities as we accept all people means we should celebrate our communities' differences, accept one another despite backgrounds and unite. Says that Chavez not only fought for fair wages, but also for equality and acceptance amongst others. Now more than ever shall we agree on his idea and come together for a strong community. Thank you.
10: To the home, where a mother gave bloom to six, yet now the unexpected seven, is soon to be a junior. We are intimate and discerning of the little she does do, but not too many praise the real mother in the home. The oldest unseen thorn who will soon leave her mark. Communities gather with tenderness and adoration in their hearts, we all expected an unrealistic lie. For the boy who took all the hype. It showed the old times where the segregated rooms between men and women was an unbreakable response. We all let it drift. We all came to peace to celebrate the best. The dominoes and beer obviously appeared. We are those Hispanics full of refuted romantics. The moment of truth has arrived. The stressful balloon has finally popped. The blue shimmering stars gave us all the biggest surprise. So unsurprisingly, the men yapped like dogs and went back to their game. This way of celebration clearly rose up their hype. The mother filled with tears, never expecting to have her greatest wish. Clearly her mind was filled with doubt. We all knew she'd speak on it for months. So their little junior was finally bloom. No one really saw. But her six already bloomed, ran tears down their eyes. The the eventual unavoidable question what would happen now? And the thorn will continue to be kept till she realizes her worth to the helpless. Thank you.
11: Buenas tardes. Qué gran orgullo. Um, I'd like to thank all of you for being here today, honoring CESA's memory. I also want to say thank you to all those who had anything to do with making today happen, this event possible. It's, I want to give them a round of applause, so let's, let's make sure we say hello. Thank you to them. And also a congratulations, felicidades, to all the students who wrote essays and submitted artwork. And a special congratulations to all of the winners, let's hear it for them. As most of you know, Cesar Chavez is one of my heroes, teachers, and if you go to my office, you would think it's wallpaper that I have there of quotes and pictures of him. And it moves me to see so many honoring his memory, his legacy, and what he stood for. It's humbling, but also a great privilege to be here with you honoring Cesar Chavez's life, but what we celebrate and honor today doesn't end here, it cannot end here. On Friday, March 29, 2019, you have my personal invitation to join the fourth annual Cesar Chavez celebration to be held in the Rotunda of City Hall at noon on Friday. Mi pueblo los invito el viernes, Marzo 29, al mediodía al centro municipal para celebrar el cumpleaños de César Chávez. You may be asking, why do we have the celebration at City Hall? Well, it's a big deal to me and to many others. On one hand, it's the celebration and collective remembering of someone who did so much for all those he served. But I think César himself would be displeased if events like this one and the one at City Hall was only about remembering and commemorating. Those are words we discuss like something in the past. And And to memorialize the past without committing ourselves to acting in the future seems like a poor, lifeless show. And that's what today's about. Hoy celebramos, pero mañana sigue la lucha. That's really why I want you to come to City Hall. Come and celebrate at a place where we put thousands of municipal IDs in the hands of our community. Come to where you, we, and I have all worked to assure that for the first time, we have resources available to translate as many city communications as possible so that even if you don't speak English, you can interact with your local government. Come to where you'll see the commitment of Cesar's work has resulted in the hiring of an ever larger number of frontline bilingual employees. And come to where we continue, is not done yet, to ensure that people of color are f- treated fairly and they're represented properly in our hiring, our promoting, and our contracting. Cesar's work is not done. So our work is not done. Repito, hoy celebramos, mañana sigue la lucha. We, you and I, will do it together. Gracias, si se puede.